The Holy Gospel according to John, the 15th chapter. Jesus said, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer, because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends, because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. You did not choose me, but I chose you, and I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Amen. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. This week's Gospel picks up where we left Jesus and the disciples last week, near the beginning of his farewell discourse. Dr. Mary Shore, the dean at our ELCA seminary in Columbia, compares what Jesus is doing here with the conversations her father had in the last days before he died. He would share memories and stories with her mother, and then he'd give her instructions about how to take care of some detail, what to do before she started the furnace when cold weather came, or where to find an important document. And then he'd return to reminiscing. Jesus is saying, listen, it's important that you know these things before I leave you. And he says, you are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. The command that Jesus is referring to is the one he repeats in verse 12. To love one another as he has loved you. Reading his words today, we hear that if in verse 14 as a condition. Then to them, if you are obedient, then you are my friends. We turn it into a test. That's about what we do. And it's not even a test we can pass, let alone ace. Because in our human condition, we are sinners. We fall short. 
and the relationship falls apart. But that's not what Jesus says. Our obedience is not a test. Our obedience flows from our being loved by God. Because we are loved by God, because Jesus chooses us and calls us friends, therefore, we love others the way God loves us. Because, therefore, God always acts first. Jesus calls the disciples friends without them doing anything. Understanding, and within hours of this conversation, they will desert him. And yet, Jesus calls them friends. So, this friendship must be grounded and rooted in something other than their accomplishments and efforts. Jesus also tells the disciples that this relationship is different. From the others that they have. Even though they call him rabbi, this relationship is not merely one between a teacher and a student. And even though they call him Lord, theirs is not merely the relationship of a master and a servant. This friendship has its foundation in the love of God. And that makes it radically different from the beginning. The late author of the Ragamuffin Gospel, Brendan Manning, said, if John were to be asked, what is your primary identity in life? He would not reply, I am a disciple, I am an apostle, an evangelist, an author of one of the four Gospels, but rather, I am the one Jesus loves. Being one whom Jesus loves means each one of us is a beautiful child of God, loved and forgiven with mercies that are new every morning. What would it mean if each of us could see ourselves first and foremost as one whom Jesus loves? This weekend, the Sierra Pacific Synod had its virtual Synod Assembly, which included a bishop's election. By Friday afternoon, the ballot was narrowed to seven candidates, and each of them was given five minutes to address the assembly. And I'm enough of a church geek that I watched some of their statements. And in his address, the now bishop-elect Reverend Dr. Megan Rohr who serves in San Francisco as a pastor and police department chaplain, enthusiastically described his love for the gospel because he knows that the good news saved his life when he was a child, witnessing what he described God was with him. He 
He knew he was one whom Jesus loves. God's friendship is not the way of relationship or friendship that we learn in the world. As children, friendships change as rapidly as the direction of the wind. And even as adults, friendships remain fragile. We are human and fallible. And relationships are hard. It doesn't help that friend is used so broadly today that it's meaningful. even people you haven't met. Regardless of where the relationship began, when a disagreement or misunderstanding or judgment becomes a wedge or a confidence is betrayed, pride or ego get in the way of reconciliation and the relationship is broken and ends. But divine friendship is different over and against whatever expectation friends and asks us to see each other the way God our actions towards others aren't friends. makes all the difference. It means that the place I begin is love, not judgment. The place I begin is love, not aggravation. The place I begin is love, not envy. And the place I begin is love, not resentment. This way of love is the way of Jesus. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, thank you for sending your son Jesus that we would know what love is. Forgive us when we fail to love as we are already loved by you. Teach us to love with kindness, patience, compassion, and mercy. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.